You are listening to the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast, Episode 4. Today, we're going to talk about presenting your solution, aka the sales pitch. Let's roll. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast with your host, Jeff Charles. This is the podcast where anyone can learn how to sell. Whether you're a seasoned business owner or a brand new entrepreneur, the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast will teach you how to grow your business by selling the right way. Are you ready to start closing more deals? Let's get started. All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. This is Jeff Charles, your Entrepreneurial Sales Guide. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast. This is the podcast that is designed for entrepreneurs who want to become better salespeople. If this is your first time listening, then I thank you so much for coming. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for listening. And one of the things that you'll find out when you're listening to this podcast is that I believe entrepreneurship is incredibly important. And I also believe that anybody who is starting a business deserves a fair chance to grow their business. The lessons that I teach in this podcast are going to make it easier for you to close more deals and move more people to action. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite RSS feed. And please take the time to give me a rating or a review. It'll help me out quite a bit, so I would really appreciate that. You can also follow me on Twitter, at ArtisanL, and on LinkedIn. All the links will be in the show notes. So, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so last time, In the last episode, we talked about the importance of getting into the minds of your prospects, the most important part of your sales process. The last episode discussed the types of questions that you'll need to ask in order to find out what your prospect really needs and what they really want. If you missed that episode, please check it out. It's episode three, and it's going to to tell you what you need to know in order to give the best sales pitch possible. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode, and I know that this is the part that a lot of you have been waiting for. This is where you get to tell your prospect why your offering is so awesome. You're going to show them why they should buy what you're selling. And this is obviously really, really important. If you don't get this right, then they're probably not going to buy. The important issue to remember here is that it's not about talking up your offering. It's about getting your prospect to see how you can solve their problem. This is very important because even though they don't always know it, Your prospect actually cares way more about the impact your offering has than about the offering itself or the parts that make up the offering. If you don't believe me, let me ask you a question. When when you bought your car, did you care about whether or not the car actually ran or did you care more about the way it looked, the tires, the brakes? Most likely, the main reason you were buying that car is because you need to get from point A to point B without having to worry about it breaking down. Now, you may care about the engine. You may care about the way it looks, but that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is how it affects your life. So that is one of the main factors that you want to keep in mind as we go throughout this process of learning how to pitch more effectively. So let me give you just a short example of how not to do this. And really, this is not just an example of how not to pitch. This is an example of how not to sell, period. This is an example of how not to work your sales process. Last week, my wife and I wanted to continue our warranty on our car. Um, we found that it was about to expire, so I called in and you know talked to t- talked to a very nice guy. He seemed very willing to help, but it didn't end up that way. 
And I'll tell you right now, I ended up having to hang up on him, guys. Yes, I, I admit it. I, I hung up on the guy. It, it was so bad. And I'm I'm usually very much willing to give a salesperson the benefit of the doubt. I'm, an, I'm a sales guy myself. But this was just done all wrong. And here's why. He started out asking just a very few questions about my vehicle, you know, how many miles it had, just just regular run-of-the-mill questions, which which are fine. Those are things that you need to know. He didn't try to build any rapport. There was no connection made there. It was very much down to business. He wasn't really looking for what I needed. He didn't really ask about what I was looking for in a warranty, you know, what was important to us, that kind of thing. Then he proceeded to pitch the offering as if I was already going to buy it. And I, I understand about assuming the sale. I get that. But you, you shouldn't assume the sale when you haven't even formed a connection with the other person. If they don't know you, if they don't know, like, and trust you, then it doesn't really look too good if you're already assuming they're going to buy from you. So he quoted me the pricing, and I had some questions. In the interest of full disclosure, I had no intention of making the, pur the purchase right then. It was too large of an amount for me to make without talking to my wife about it. These are decisions that we'd make together to spend this much money. And I, and I even told him, I told him, this isn't going to happen today, but it's something that I'll call back on. So he proceeded to lay out the features, what it would cover, all that good stuff. And then when I thanked him for the information and just clarified some of the things that he said and went through the different options, I let him know that I would call back. Now, that's an objection. And he did what he was supposed to do. He tried to overcome the objection, which I totally respect. That will actually be one of the episodes that I do here about overcoming objections. But I was pretty solid in my reasoning. and I even told him why. You know, this is, a, this is too big of a purchase to make without my wife. I mean, that, that's, just, that's just not the way it works. So after that, he proceeded to push, continued to ask other questions, not questions that were designed to really understand where I was coming from, but questions that were just designed to push the product on me. He tried to use fear, uncertainty, doubt, all of those things, and he used them to an extreme level. I'm not going to go through all the stuff that he said, because honestly, I don't even remember all of it. I, honestly, I was just trying to get off the phone at that point, but it created such a bad taste in my mouth that even if it's something that we did want to do, I wouldn't go with that company. And on top of that, if somebody ever asked me to make them a recommendation or mention that they were looking for a warranty for their vehicle, not only would I not recommend this company, I would tell them not to go to this company just because of the way he handled the interaction. I tried over and over again to tell him, hey, I'm not buying today, but I might. This is something I have to discuss with my wife, but you've given me some good information. Thank you. He kept going. He kept going. And I'm not sure if his company trained him to sell this way or if this is just the way he sells. But that's why I ended up hanging up with him, because I, I didn't have a choice. I, I did not have a choice, guys. He was not going to let me off that phone. Now, there is something to be said for that style of sales. In some situations, maybe it works, but realistically, even if the customer does buy from you, they're not going to feel good about it. And they shouldn't, because you push them into it. I get the whole Glengarry Glen Ross always be closing. You know, that stuff doesn't really work anymore. Not, not the way that you need it to in order to build a thriving business. Now you have to form a relationship. It's not just about the one and done, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You've got to build that relationship. You've got to get to know who your prospect is before you try to shove their, your product down their throat. It doesn't work that way. So that's just a little story that tells you how not to do it. Don't be that guy. You'll hear me say that a lot. Do not be that guy because in the long run, it's not going to help you. Yeah, you'll get some sales up front, but down the road, one, they're, they're probably not going to come back. They're not going to recommend you. If anything, they'll complain about you. 
That's not what you want. You're an entrepreneur. You're better than that. You're trying to build an enterprise that is designed to have a positive impact on the lives of your customers. And when you do that, you have to take a longer-term focus with your selling. Okay, I'll step off my high horse just a little bit, but it does relate to what I'm talking about here because we're going to talk about the best way to present your product. So when it comes to pitching your product, there's three points that I would like to make. The first point is to really make sure that you understand your prospect before you actually present your solution. Now, I know I covered this in the last episode, but this is a little bit something, this is something different. The issue isn't asking the questions all over again. The issue is making sure that you've already understood what they told you before. So before you go into the presentation, make sure that you have a full understanding of what your prospect has told you. You need to give your prospect a chance to clarify any points that may have been missed, or maybe there was something that they, they forgot to tell you. This is where you're going to find all that out, tie up any loose ends, make sure that, again, you fully understand where your prospect is coming from. Then after that, you're just going to set the stage a little bit. You're going to give them an idea of what you're going to be talking about in this next part of the conversation. And of course, this has to be benefit-centric. You have to include the benefit here. So you may say something like, okay, well, th thank you for clarifying that for me, Mr. Customer. So now what I'm going to talk about is how my offering gets you past your obstacles and gets you to your desired outcome. That's it. I mean, that was kind of just a simplistic way of putting it, but you get the idea. Um, like, like if I were to use Donnie the Landscaper as an example again. Okay, Mr. Customer, so thank you for clarifying that information for me. Now we're going to talk about how I can help make your backyard look the way you say you want it to look without breaking your budget. Simple, easy. It doesn't have to be anything extensive. And that takes me to point two. This is where you're going to actually pitch your offering. And the, again, the most important thing to remember here is that it's not about your offering. You're not going to talk about your offering. What you're going to talk about is the prospect and how your offering gets them to where they need to be. That's a very important distinction to make. This isn't where you're going to talk about the, qual the qualities that make up your product and what it looks like and, and the mechanics of it. You're going to talk about the outcome of using that product. product. The issue isn't about impressing your prospect with how, off, with how awesome your offering is. The issue is getting them to see how your offering gets them to where they want to be. How, how much easier is it going to be to win the sale when the prospect has a clear and distinct picture of how your offering is going to solve their problem? And that's why it's important to think of it this way. It's not about talking up your, the features of your product. It's about talking about the outcome of your, of your customer using your product. The focus should be on your prospect's pain points. It needs to be focused on their ultimate objective. And you need to frame the, your offering in a way that directly addresses the desires that your prospect has. The objective isn't to convince them to buy. The objective is to solve their problem. That should be your mindset. Now, these two things aren't mutually exclusive. You're going to solve their problem by selling them your product. But it's about that change in your mindset. This isn't about getting them to buy. This is about helping them solve a problem. And when you have that mindset and when you approach it that way, your prospect is going to pick up on that. They're going to pick up on it either way. If they're just trying to get you to buy something, like the guy at the warranty company, they're going to pick up on it. But if your intent is to help them deal with their situation, 
they're going to pick up on that as well, and they're going to love it. So don't lose sight of that. You need to keep that in your mind. The objective is to solve your customer's problem, to make their life easier, to give them whatever the benefit is that your product offers. And that brings me to the next point, the difference between benefits and features. When you're presenting your solution, you need to make sure that you're speaking to what your prospect really needs to hear about. What they want to hear about is the outcome. I say this over and over again. I know I use the word outcome a lot because it's that important. The focus is about showing them how your offering removes the obstacles to them getting to where they want to be. And the best way to do this is by focusing on benefits more than features because it's the benefits that your prospect really cares about, even if they don't know it yet. So what's the difference? This is something we covered a little bit in episode two, but now we're going to go a little bit deeper with this. The features are the components that make up your offering. It's like the nuts and bolts of the product. The benefits are what these features do for your prospect. It's the problem that your features solve. It's the end result of using those features. Here's an example, like let's take a look at the microwave. Nobody cares about the radioactivity or when you push the button, it heats up the food. Those are features. The benefit is that you get to heat up your meal faster than you would by putting it in the oven, so you save time. It's much more easier and much more convenient. It's an easier and much more convenient way to heat up your food. Easy. Here's an, another example. Let's take a trench coat or any kind of coat, really. They don't care so much about the fur lining or how heavy the coat is. What they care about is the fact that it's going to keep them warm when it's cold outside. They're not going to be freezing. They're not going to catch a cold. They're going to stay warm. And even beyond that, if it's a stylish trench coat, if it's if it's a more expensive brand, now there's prestige here. Not only is it going to keep them warm, they're going to look awesome while they're keeping themselves warm. Again, that's what they care about. They don't care so much about the bits and pieces of the coat or the fabric that it's made out of. That all contributes to the ultimate benefit. Let's look at the iRobot vacuum cleaner. The feature is that you push a button and it vacuums the floor by itself. The benefit is that you don't have to do it. The benefit is that you don't have to get up, bend over, hurt your back, push that vacuum all over the place and waste time. You can sit and read a book while your carpet is being vacuumed. That's a benefit. That is what they care about. That is what they want to hear about. And so the issue here is that you, the issue isn't that you don't mention features and that you don't talk about them. That, that's not what I'm saying. The issue is that you base your presentation on the benefits and you use the features to support the benefits. So when you're talking to the customer, you're saying, Mr. Customer, this is what you're going to get if you buy from us. And this is how we're going to do it. The how we're going to do it is the feature. What they're going to get is the benefit. Does that make a little more sense? So in closing, you need to remember that presenting your solution means focusing primarily on your prospect's pain points. You need to focus on what they really want, not just what you offer. You already know where they are. You already know where they want to be. And you already know what's keeping them, keeping them from getting there. If you ask the right questions, you already know these things. And the reason you put all that time into asking those questions is so that you could address them in your presentation. And when you get your prospects to see the benefits you're offering, they will be far more likely to buy from you. 
when you can give them the right outcome, they will be far more likely to buy your offering. I have some tools on my website that can help you with each part of the sales process. And there's a worksheet there that will help you design your own sales pitch. So if you haven't already written out your sales pitch, this will help you do that in a way that's effective. If you've already done it, this can help you improve it. So if you're interested in that, they're free, head on over to www.artisanalmedia.com slash sales process. Again, that's www.artisanalmedia.com slash sales process. That link will also be in the show notes. And that brings us to the end of the And that brings us to the end of the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, send me an email at jcharles at artisanalmedia.com. You can reach me on Twitter at artisanal and also on LinkedIn. And those links will be in the show notes as well. But if you like this episode, if you like what you've learned here, please give me a rating or a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever system you use to listen to podcasts. But until then... Thank you so much. This is Jeff Charles, your entrepreneurial sales guide, signing off. Keep moving forward. <laughs>